Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thank you very much. Appreciate that, Gary. It is 835 here on this Wednesday morning, 25th day of October, 2023. And I'm John Reed. Glad you were with us here on News Radio WRVA. Great weather today. You know, I'm trying to trying to say positive things. There's so much negative out there. I'd like to say some positive things. So the weather is going to be great today. It's going to be great tomorrow. And you know what's even more important? It's going to be great on Friday when we do a special read on the road live from Charlottesville. And I just posted on my Facebook page, the John Reed Show. The plan for Friday, because, you know, it's Teddy Roosevelt's birthday, and I'm kind of a Teddy Roosevelt fan on some level. I find him to be a very interesting uh, character, very interesting American president, uh, very interesting family, right? So did you even know that Teddy Roosevelt had a secret cabin in the woods outside of Charlottesville? It's called Pine Knot. And it's still there. It's been preserved. There's a foundation that has protected the cabin, and they've kept it going you can't go you can't it's not like monticello you can't just buy a ticket and go you have to have a special reservation to go so i have talked to the lady who manages it we're going to interview her on friday and then at noon on friday 20 lucky people in this audience will get to go with me on a special tour of teddy roosevelt's cabin now you got to hike it's not a half mile, but it's like a quarter mile to get to the cabin up in the woods. And we've got to meet in a secret place because they don't want everybody to know where it is. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 not exactly James Bond, but we're getting close to the secrecy about all this. So go to my Facebook page. And if you'd like to join me in Charlottesville at 12 noon to see this really unique part of American presidential history on Teddy Roosevelt's actual birthday, you can RSVP to the email that I posted there. I think it's going to be a really exciting edition of Read on the Road. All right, back to the reality of today. And, you know, we've you heard in Gary's newscast that we think, maybe, who knows, if we're lucky, we'll have a new Speaker of the House. Maybe today? I don't know. And do you know who Mike Johnson is? Sean Spicer's probably met Mike Johnson, probably interviewed him on his... Uh, his TV show. Sean Spicer is with us this morning. How you doing? I'm good, John. Good morning. I'm, I'm literally going through like the archives. Like, did I meet him? Did I know him? <laughs> Why? So that we're makes me friends. uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, that well, kind of you know, makes me uncomfortable but, that we don't know more about this guy. What's the story, you think? Well, I mean, I think part of it is that he's not, he hasn't been a showboat. Um, and, he, and the other thing is he doesn't have a ton of enemies, but he's a workhorse by all. He headed the Republican Study Committee, so it's not like he hasn't led efforts before. He's the vice chair of the conference. So he is someone that his colleagues clearly respect, um, and he's taken on leadership roles in the past. But I think part of it is he's more of a workhorse than a show horse. 
Uh, is that a good thing at this moment for a Speaker of the House of Representatives, or is this role now, you know, requires somebody who's a little bit of a showboat, hopefully with a work ethic, but wait, your evaluation yeah, actually, having been up on the Hill so long? Right. No, no. I think what you're asking is a, is a brilliant question, because I've been having folks on my show. I have a, a podcast every night, the Sean Spicer Show, and I had members on it yesterday and every night. And I said, yesterday I shifted it. And I said, instead of who, what? Meaning exactly what you're asking. I said, instead of trying to figure out who the next person is, shouldn't we be asking, what do we want out of a speaker? What, what are the qualities that would make somebody good at this job? Because I think we're working this backwards. We keep throwing a name and then everyone shoots it down as opposed to saying, what, what is it that we want? And then find the person that matches that. And my answer is that, you know, to your point, we need somebody that's going to, you know, lead and be strong on principle and conservative policies, but also that understands that they are the faith. They got to get out there. They got to raise money and, and they have to do the other things that a leader needs to do. And they got to deal with the same problem that Kevin McCarthy just dealt with that blew up in his face. I mean, we're, what, 24 days away from a potential government shutdown. And I don't know how a new speaker, who presumably will have everybody's loyalty for, what, a week or two, maybe, if he's lucky, how how does he navigate this in a more successful way than Kevin McCarthy did? So, again, you with the great questions. Uh, I've talked to a lot of members asking a very similar thing. And what I've come up with over and over again wasn't the way necessarily, the the policies, but that they felt like Kevin double-dealed. Whether that's true or not, I'm just telling you what they, what, what I, because I was asking the same question you were. And I said, so if we're going to end up doing the same thing, why is it that different? Because Johnson put out in his policy paper that he would support another continuing resolution, which is one of the big issues that McCarthy had. And what I got from a lot of the members was that McCarthy, in their opinion, would tell one group one thing and another group another thing and to, to kind of assuage everybody. And that people started to figure out that, wait a second, didn't you tell John one thing and you told Sean another? And, you know, you're, you're double dealing on all this. And so I think what, they, what, what more than anything they want is somebody who is a straight, honest leader that's not going to double deal them. And, and I think that they feel like Mike Johnson is that person. Boy, it sure seems like a, a, a difficult spot for a new person to roll into not having been a part oh, of listen, the top can I just, tier of I, leadership. I, 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 I want to make clear one thing, that like love him or hate him, McCarthy was a fundraising machine. And, and, and for those people who might listen and say, oh, I can't believe, you know, here's the swamp and all this, whatever. The Republicans going into this election don't have a majority. Alabama is going to redistrict seven seats in, in New York are going to likely face redistricting, meaning that we're probably not even, we're probably behind seats going into the election. There are several districts that members sit in that Biden carried. If we don't maintain this majority, there are no more investigations. There's no more Hunter Biden. There's no more oversight. There's no more calling in Alejandro Mayorkas about the southern border. There is no impeachment. There is no stopping the policies that are going on. There is no more appropriations fights. It's all over. They control everything. And so my point and my concern is, is that that's why I was saying we need to start asking the what, not the who. It's, it's about understanding the consequences of these decisions and what they mean. Now, you live in Virginia, 
So one of the things I've been loath to bring it up on the air, but you and I can talk about it, is has this hurt Virginia Republicans who are running this fall in the statewide elections? Or you think people aren't really, you know, the, the D.C. crowd and those of us who talk politics are paying attention, but the average voter in Virginia is not. What do you think? No, uh, but I'm glad you brought that up because I, I wrote an op-ed in The Hill the other day about what I think is hurting Virginia Republicans. And it's how so so just to be clear, I don't think anyone, maybe some people in northern Virginia, but even then, I don't think they really care about what's happening with Republican infighting in the House of Representatives. It's not we have a great de- delegation in Virginia, Bob Good, Rob Whitman, Morgan Griffith. I mean, like they are good, solid members of Congress that do a good job every day representing their constituents, fighting for conservative values. So I'm not worried about any of that. What I am worried about is how Republicans are not properly talking about the abortion issue. I I don't know about the Richmond area, but I can tell you in Northern Virginia, I I hope to God, although I don't put a lot of stock in how Democrats, you know, but, but every ad up here is the same. MAGA Republican, fill in the name, is taking your right away to have an abortion. And I mean, like, it's like one consultant wrote every ad. And, and so, I, but I think Republicans are sitting in the fetal position going, oh, I don't know. I support 15 weeks. My God, this is Virginia, the home of Dr. Ralph Northam, the former governor, the physician who literally said on another radio station up here in, in WPOP, we wait for the baby to come out. We keep it warm. We resuscitate it if necessary. That's called murder. And then we actually let the parents decide what to do. Okay. Right. Every Republican should be making their Democrat opponent answer for that and say, what your party, what your former governor supported was no less than a murder. Where do you stand on that? You had Senator Tran in the House, in the, in the Senate down there, support very similar legislation. This isn't hyperbole. They said it. We need to put them on defense. We shouldn't be playing from a position of, of defense ourselves. We should be on offense. And this is what every Republican candidate for the Dele- House of Delegates or for the state Senate should be out there doing this instead they're sitting back saying, I support 15 weeks. Why are we letting them define our position? We should be on offense. And, and they know it works because every single Democrat is running on the issue. Yeah, they must have polling that shows it motivates their voters and it's an instant win. You know, nine out of 10 of these voters are going for them. Now, Governor Yunkin came up with over a million dollars, it seems, with his pack to try to counter that Democrat message and offer that uh, nuanced explanation. You don't think that's effective? I talked no, to but, him but why are, on the wait, show wait, yesterday. Well, I, listen, I will say this. I've, I've, I've lived in Virginia uh, almost 25 years. Right. I, I, have, I think Governor Youngkin deserves huge credit and kudos for the effort that he is putting forward to maintain a majority in the House of Delegates and take back the state Senate. Uh, they're putting mo- real money in, into races, and uh, he is traveling around the state. This isn't just hyperbole. He's doing an amazing job. And he needs a Republican majority to enact his agenda. But as I said, we should not be on defense on this. Every dollar should be spent attacking Democrats for their extreme position on abortion, which is no less than murder. Why are we the ones who are defending our position? We should be making them defend their position. 
Well, I got you. And, you know, I'm passionate like you are on that issue. I'm, I'm really curious to see how this thing is going to play out because we started out with silence on it. Like, let's not talk about it. It's a loser. It's bad. And then you couldn't help it because the Democrats, to your point, ran every single ad on the issue. So I... But, but here's the point, John, and I made this in the op-ed that I, I referenced. In 2021, when Governor Youngkin won, I mean, you know this, you covered it, you were talking about this. People were talking about getting wiped out. Terry McAuliffe was coming back. We won all three statewide races because Governor Youngkin and the rest of the ticket jammed the Democrats on their outrageous extreme position, especially on the issue of education, and said when McAuliffe said that parents shouldn't be involved in their kids' education, they jammed it down their throats. Democrats were on defense. They all had to answer for it, and they were in the fetal position. We've written the playbook. Governor Youngkin is governor because he did an amazing job of making Democrats own an untenable position. Do the same thing again on this issue. It's not that tough. Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, you know, we, we still got two weeks to go, so this is good advice. Good to talk through. Sean Spicer, catch his show, The Sean Spicer Show. Uh, I appreciate the chance to talk to you always, Sean. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. It's available on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and the first network, uh, DirecTV. But Apple and uh, Direct, I mean, uh, and YouTube, I uh, appreciate everybody subscribing. Thanks, John. We will definitely do it. All right, Sean, thank you very much. It's 847. We're back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA. Why? Why? If you Why? have T Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T Mobile prioritizes certain T Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.